everyone, and welcome to Family Faith in the Village. This is Steve and I's podcast, designed to be a resource for families in their goal and their uh, aspirations to build faithfully committed disciples of Jesus Christ. Like I said, I am here with Steve Miller, uh, the co-host, and now we've been doing this. This is our 11th week. Pretty hard to believe. We've talked about a handful of things now in these in the 10 prior weeks. We did a whole series from birth until you are in college or a young adult, and how do you build faith in each of those time frames in your life? The past few weeks, we've kind of been focused inside the home. What can you do inside the house? Maybe that's family devotionals, or maybe that's around your dinner table. And this week, we wanted to start talking about technology, because technology is a relatively new thing, or at least the technology we have now uh, wasn't around as little as 20 years ago. Um, So we wanted to break this down over the course of two weeks, and today we're going to be talking more from the perspective of the child at home and what are some ways that they can use technology, what are maybe some dangers of it, Um, and we'll talk about that from their perspective. And then next week we'll talk about it from the parents' perspective. Steve, do you think there's anything in our world that evolves as fast as you know, technology is just, it's so rapid. As soon as you get stuff, it's outdated, right? And I can remember even as a kid and the first computers that we had at school, and that was kind of the joke that teachers would have, you know, as soon as they got something, it was outdated. Um, But Zachary knows I'm, I'm getting a new phone, waiting on a new phone. And I mean, as soon as it gets here, I'm sure Apple will have something much better. And, uh, you know, maybe six camera lenses instead of four or <laughs> right. whatever's on there now. But, right. but no, I mean, as fast as you said, we've done 11 episodes, we're 12 weeks into the year, as fast as this year has gone by, just think of how much tech maybe has evolved even in that 12 weeks. And so while we uh, decided to take at least a couple episodes and talk technology and their entire podcasts just yes. on this subject or the, or even little pieces of what we right. might talk about today, yep. there's an entire podcast that that's all they cover. So, right. so yeah, I mean, the evolution of technology, um, not just in how fast they might come up with something new or they might update, but how quickly it impacts our lives, how quickly it can um, be applied and used and change our day-to-day flow of everything that we're doing. Um, it definitely warrants a, a conversation when we talk about how it might affect your family and how it might affect your faith. So I'm excited to, to talk a little bit. And really today, as Zachary said, talk about some of those benefits, some of the good things that as a kid, mm-hmm. um, because this generation, sometimes I think called the I generation that we're in because they've never not known a device, a tablet, a computer, right. something, you know, yeah. Zachary, you may, you're a little younger than me, but, but I mean, I remember when computers were brought into the school, these kids don't have that. I mean, they, they have that no, is their school. that is their school. They yeah. have no, and now through COVID and 2020, uh, it really became their school. So, um, and while there are a lot of, uh, 
shortfalls to technology, a lot of uh, landmines, if you will. And maybe in the next episode, we'll talk even more about some of the things parents can use and some of the things parents can do. But tech for kids is still a great opportunity um, for creativity, for um, you know, learning a little freedom of expression, learning how to do some things. So I think yeah. that's a great place to start is, is just the availability of, of some real creative things that you can do with your kids right. through technology. Yeah, absolutely. And you think about the past year that we've had, it's been, a, this time last year, a lot of people were terrified that didn't know what this coronavirus thing was. Uh, I, I had never heard of the word, and in fact, the first time I tried to pronounce the word, I butchered it. That was in a Bible class on a Wednesday night. I remember trying to say this thing that I had never heard of, <laughs> and now here we are. But in this past year, if anything, it has sped up our use of technology, where maybe without this pandemic, it would have been three, four years before we started doing everything via Zoom or you know Google Meet. It's here and now. Zachary, people that know Zachary and I know that both of us, uh, uh, not necessarily big uh, personalities on Facebook or Instagram or any of the social media apps, we've had to learn YouTube really over the last year and, yeah. and, and you know apply it to what we do here at the church uh, and apply it to even our school, like you said, Google Meets and Google Duos. So, so this year has really, really sped that up. So when that becomes the only way to do it, um, you know, as a parent or, or maybe as your kid who, who downloads some, th- some things to a tablet or to uh, maybe even to their, if they've got some sort of game, Xbox or PlayStation, they're downloading apps and, and some technology to it. There are some really neat kind of art and creative things and some apps um, that if you look that way, I think, especially in this time when we were kind of stuck, when we couldn't get out and get some of the, the, uh, creativity that maybe they were craving uh, we've seen a real benefit to some of those creative apps and and with that I would say even the the education based apps there's a lot of apps yeah. that the school has right. for my kids or tells my kids to get on their Chromebook that the school provides I watch them and they just look like games they look pretty fun they even get us playing them sometimes mm-hmm. um, so a lot of great creativity apps a lot of great educational things but I would say be cautious with that too because if you look at what's categorized as education and again maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that some of that stuff next week yeah. but there are a lot of things with an educational label that may not be um, but I would start as far as a creative standpoint and and we've had success with our kids with some of just kind of the fun art building puzzle to even uh, some house plan blueprint ones yep. my kids love like yeah. the creativity side of that right um, so I'd really explore those things with your kid to kind of spur some uh, creativity, um, some imagination that in this kind of weird time, maybe they haven't gotten normal doses of. So, so that's one, um, I think, benefit. Yeah, absolutely. There's two sides of technology, right? There's always you're good and there's a, you're bad. And often, oftentimes when we talk about technology within church and within uh, the viewpoint as Christians, we talk about it in a negative way uh, because if we're being honest, a lot of times technology, not that it's necessarily used in a negative way, but 
we use it kind of aimlessly. We just use it for entertainment or we're just bored, so that's what we do. Uh, and, you know, our teenagers, our kids, they have so many ways to be connected with all types of technology. So you have smartphones, 96%, look, 96% of 18 to 29 year olds have a sp- smartphone. Wow. So most people have one. Uh, of course, you have a computer. Most of your kids probably have one because of school. And then on top of that, you have video games and TV. And all of those things can be an amazing tool for building spiritual growth. Absolutely. I think about this past year and all the online Bible classes and all the online worships. I, I remember from you know the middle of March last year until the middle of May when we resumed our services at our church. There's so many, just the vast collection of churches and resources all around you, and you could kind of, okay, well, what do I want to learn today? Well, this church is, this Bible class is about this, this sermon's about this, and you just gain so much wisdom. We were doing daily devotionals at one point, and that's all technology-based. So don't always view technology with a negative connotation. There's so many positive things about it, but like you said, we do have to use it with caution right. and be careful. Well, to and to your point about just some of the benefits, um, something else that I think is a great thing for technology use as far as your kids go, no matter their age, um, kids that are in the house, maybe even kids that have gone out and are off to college or, or joining the workforce, um, we apply so many biblical principles as as we're called to do as Christians and to kind of being a good person, a good citizen of the community we're in, the church we're in, those type of things. And technology really gives us an opportunity to teach our kids about how to be, um, as many articles would kind of say, like a good citizen online. Like so many of the things we're doing a fruit of the spirit um, kind of theme and series of lessons in our little children's uh, Bible lesson that we do during worship service. So many of those things can apply to technology too, right? We can teach right. our kids with the technology or when they're on technology because um, even for parents like my wife and I, who our daughter was much older before we even allowed her to have any sort of social media and she still is only allowed to have one and it's on our phones. And again, we'll talk more maybe about some of those strategies yeah. next week. Right. But love and joy and peace and patience and self-control and kindness, all those things that, that we're kind of talking to the, to the kids in our children's ministry about in school and at home and how they interact, we have to teach them how to do those things online as well or at least take those same attitudes because the, the fact of the matter is uh, that is this century. That is the right. world that we're a part of. Absolutely. Um, even to the point, uh, some of the stuff that I looked at and read really pointed to the kids who do experience technology in the home and get and and with supervision with following those things they're almost better prepared for career opportunities i mean we've got we've got a school here in town that teaches uh, it's a charter school that teaches coding right it's a huge part of what it does yep so uh, so those aspects of technology to your point, Zachary, are great that, you know, we, we can get that tunnel vision and, and the dangers and the things that that can kind of deter it. But, man, it's a resource that, that is there. 
Um, and I think from, so we've said it from a creative standpoint, I think it's huge. I think from that digital citizenship, just kind of, if we don't prepare our kids for it, we're not doing them any sort of service when they get out on their own and there's technology. So we teach them about how to, how to do those things, what to watch for, things like that. And again, um, we're kind of, we're blending episodes here, but, um, but it's, it's less, it's less we're not trying to have this episode to how do we avoid technology, right. but rather how can we use it in a way that it was meant to be used, right? So when all these technology, when the computer, when laptops, when phones were invented, everyone thought that work weeks were going to be shortened. It was going to make life easier, but it's kind of the opposite. It's made us always connected, always, we're always on the job because we're always connected to our phone or we're right. always, so it's not how do we avoid it because avoiding it is to uh, really, I mean, it's just, it's not possible in so many ways. How do we use it the way it was meant to be used for good uh, and to be used as a, as a tool, a resource for us. Absolutely. Another one you brought up with the, the pandemic and with using things like Zoom and, and all the Google Duos and things, I think another great aspect for your children to use technology is for communication um, with family and friends. Now, it's been amplified when you couldn't, literally maybe couldn't go to grandma's house, so you had a Zoom call with yeah, them and stuff. Right. But for us, even prior to the pandemic, uh, with us moving our family here and being um, a lot further away from one side of the family, we did things like Skype with grandparents mm-hmm. or or on birthdays or even some of the games that kids play. Um, my nephew's best friend moved to Washington State when his dad took an opportunity to work with the church up there from Oklahoma. Well, they still are very connected through online platforms, through games that they play and, and things. Right. And again, Parents monitor what's going on, know yep. what's going on, and the, yep. so the parents are doing responsible things. But it's given a great, I mean, technology really is our communication tool. Um, Zachary knows my family is um, very, we got a lot of military kind of throughout generations mm-hmm. and throughout mm-hmm. the family. And just from my grandfather and the tours that he did in Vietnam compared to family that's in the military now, the ability that they have to connect with their family, even yeah. maybe when they're deployed. And not to say that all do, and not to say that it takes away from the huge sacrifice that both families and service members are making, but it's different. It is. So really utilize technology for good, positive communication with the people that you want your kids talking to, right? Yeah. I mean, set, set that up and give them an opportunity to reach out to friends and family that may be further away. Right. There are so many... Um, apps even designed really for kids that create a good environment for them to communicate when parents are a part of it and, and things yeah, like that. Absolutely, absolutely. So f- this might blow your mind, but the teenagers on average spend over seven hours on their devices per day, and that is not including homework and school-related things. That's almost impossible to believe. Uh, and children obviously aren't going to spend as much time, but by the time they're a teenager, that's how much time is spent on it. It's mainly, it's actually, it's not social media that is the number one category of what's used. It's actually YouTube and Twitch 
So Twitch, you know, the video game streaming website, YouTube, you know how easy it is to spend way longer than you thought. For some reason, YouTube is genius, and the recommendations are always just wonderful. Seven worst golf shots of this tournament. <laughs> Click. Right. I'm watching I, that. <laughs> their <laughs> algorithms are spot it, it, on. Exactly. The stuff they throw out there for you. They, <laughs> it knows you so, they, so they well. They suck you in. So. They absolutely do. One warning I would say about technology is don't let a computer or any technology be your only source of wisdom. When it comes to spiritual growth, seek wisdom first and foremost. As the Bible says, wisdom comes from God. So go go to that source, right? Spend time in the Bible, but also use the people around you. Use people of faith. Go to them because they've lived it. A lot of people... We've, we're blessed to be a part of a church where there's so many older people who have been Christians for a lot longer than you or I have, and they're so wise in so many ways. And their experiences over the course of 50 years are so much more valuable than anything that you could find Absolutely. online. I mean, they're personal, you know them, and it's just incredible. So don't let a computer be your only form of, of wisdom. Try to find it elsewhere. And I think in our next episode, we're going to break down some of those numbers that really show just how important that type of communication is compared to technology and things or socialization in person versus socialization online. Um, And however, I do believe that as we prepare our kids again to be in the world and to be out on their own and to be building and growing their faith, there has to be a talk about, um, and they have to have the at least the understanding of how um, relationships and social things occur online. You know, we're going to talk about next week, maybe, you know, the, the having that conversation about once stuff's out there, it's out there for good, no matter what right. you do and yep. things like that. Um, so, so taking time with your kids are at home while you have a little more control over their technology to really show them socialization and relationship building with technology versus interpersonally. Um, So I think it's a great technology can be a great teaching tool for that aspect as well. That would be another plus I would say. I mean, so many of these things walk that line of the dangers versus the benefits, but sometimes, especially as parents, we have to walk those lines in order to prepare our kids for, for when we're not making those calls for them and yep. and or why we limit or why we do the things that we do. So, um, but to deny the fact that so many people um, socialize, connect, uh, really live their lives online, we can't. I mean, the numbers are just crazy and you've thrown out some of them already today. So um, we've seen technology as a way to teach our kids some of those lessons always, like you said, going back to the Bible. And really, we probably should have started this episode by saying even the things we throw out as great benefits of technology are only great benefits, in my opinion, when they're tied to our family meal, our family devotional, right. our family's reading of God's word together yep. and, and understanding yep. those things. Um, there's a great opportunity for our kids online to, to um, learn about perseverance and problem solving Um, Mm -hmm. again through so many apps and games that they can play you can find neat stuff for them to do that really build um, some true analytical skills even in our youngest kids 
Um, again, we'll talk about the balance of that. But you can't deny that there are some um, great opportunities to grow based on some of the apps and tools uh, when parents are working with their kids absolutely. through technology. Yeah, absolutely. I thought you brought up a good point. It's once you post something, once something is online, it's, it's there forever. So as a Christian and from a Christian household and trying to raise faithfully committed you know, disciples of Jesus, it's so important. It's so important that we understand that your life is the same at church, in person, at school, on your sports team, but it's also the same on your devices as well. And that can't be used as a cover-up uh, for hateful speech or uh, for just throwing out anything that we want to. Our lives should be a reflection of Christ no matter where we are, even if that is online. It, you talking about that brought up a book that I've seen that I've, I've wanted to get and read for a long time. And the book is titled Before You Hit Send, Preventing Headache and Heartache. And it's no wonder that that's a best-selling book that, was, that came out a few years ago. Because that's so true in our world today. It's oftentimes we, we do that without thinking what we're saying and without seeing the issues uh, by saying something online that we would never say uh, in person. But everything, like you said, Steve, it's got to come back to the text. It's got to come back to Scripture. Everything we do should be used to glorify God. Uh, and it's amazing. Some of the things that can aid that are found through technology. Well, I think a great a great kind of segue there is the fact that through this time, with us doing a, a live stream of our service, with us uploading Bible classes and things, one of the things that we've seen is some of the people who've been able to help our congregation the most and who've been able to serve in new ways are some of our younger members. Even right. some of our high school and middle yes. school students are taking a more active part in our service because they know how to do some of this stuff. Right. So I would say as well, with your kids, uh, again, at home or maybe just leaving the house, don't miss the opportunity for them to serve with technology. Um, so much of what we do, and there was a ton of tech in our services before we were YouTubing, you know, with PowerPoints, parts of sermons, and all the sound things that we do and things like that. But now that we've rolled in um, actual video platforms and yes. and editing and right. uh, and kids are great at that because they're yeah. doing it at school and exactly. they're doing other things. So exactly. so I'd say that's another you know real positive for your kids is maybe use that tech, use that little thing that they like a lot, whether it's the tablet or the computer, and find a way that they can serve. Find yeah. something, some more things that you can find. Biblical examples of of working for the church or working for the church members. Again, we've talked before about that that end of Acts 2, how they were helping do everything. You know, maybe your kid can help another church member with email or with right. uh, PowerPoint or things as yep. they get a little older. I, yep. I think technology is a great place for some of our young people to serve. Absolutely. So I think that's a, a plus for technology, if yeah, you will. for sure. They just understand it and they pick up on it so much easier because like you said, you grew up in a time where you remember computers not being in school and then being introduced into school. The kids we have now, I, I know your son takes a broadcasting class. Yep. I mean, just 
all these things, then that's in middle school. That's right. that's your junior high age group. Right, they're doing more stuff in, in eighth grade broadcasting than maybe the news did on TV when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and to your point, anybody listening my age remembers the Apple IIe when it got brought into the classroom <laughs> and you could play number crunchers and Oregon Trail and <laughs> Carmen San Diego. Those are those are some of the some of the good ones and and uh, maybe kind of one of the last things um, that I had as far as some of the the positives of technology, if you will, or from a kid's perspective, some things yep. we can really do to help them. Um, I think for years and for generations, um, maybe not in some of the families that that Zachary and I know with. Uh, maybe a little bit more agricultural base, mm-hmm. um, people that were showing animals and connected, they they maybe were learning some responsibility a little younger than a lot of other kids. But for years, most of society in my brain, the true lessons on responsibility came at 16, came at a driver's license, right? Yeah. You have this car that costs you money or your family money and you really now have to learn some responsibility. Well, I think technology has brought that down to a younger, a younger age, age much because younger. now you may be giving that middle schooler four years before they would ever start driving a car. They might have a phone because of your right. life situation. Yep. Well, that's a great time to start learning responsibility and not just responsibility and how to take care of it and not losing it or not busting it up like my phone that I need to replace, <laughs> but also in that with the privilege of having that comes responsibility that it can go away. I mean, we've we've taken a phone away from our older two when we when we yep. need to. And so I think that's another plus for technology is it gives us an opportunity to, to start some of that kind of life responsibility, taking care of the things that you have and the things that you're given at a little bit earlier age because it's, you know, little tight stuff's indestructible. Right, but we've got kids who used to play with little tykes and Tonka, and now maybe they have a tablet. You know, maybe yeah. their car seat is strapped exactly. into some sort of device. Right. Um, so we can learn and teach at a much earlier age some true kind of how do we how do we be responsible? How do we um, take care of the things that? Well, okay, my parents gave me this, but ultimately we believe the scriptures to say everything that comes from our parents comes from God. Yeah. So we've got to take care of it. We've got to be good stewards of things that we get. So, so I think that kind of responsibility from a technology standpoint, it gives parents an opportunity to, to teach and, uh, and grow. And it's almost, it's almost pick your poison, Steve. Would you rather have that responsibility in the hands of a device or in the hands on a steering wheel, right? right? It's which one it's, do you want? They're both dangerous. They're both. Times. They're both. <laughs> neither one's easy. Right. Neither one is easy. And 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 I I should qualify this by saying, in all of these things that I'm talking about, technology-wise, from a benefit for your children, it comes. I am speaking from the vantage point of you taking an active role in that technology as well. And I think we'll devote yeah pretty much the our whole next whole episode. episode. Right. to that you know Absolutely. how do you as a parent take an active role in their technology we just kind of wanted to before we did that episode we really wanted to put out there there's a lot of good that can be done with technology before we dig into the dangers right absolutely that's right the first thing that i had written down that's what steve talked about at the very first and just to fill your mind with creativity 
That's one of the beautiful things of technology. I use YouTube a lot to figure out how to do something, how to successfully change my mower plates a couple days ago, how nice. to cook something, how to do all these different things. Uh, and it's a beautiful resource. The creativity is wonderful, wonderful from that. And I hope that no one feels that technology is just all bad and shouldn't be used because right. There's so much good that could come from it. I read an article recently about just even in Google searches, the number of people who don't necessarily even do a traditional Google search anymore. They just search Google images yes, because they just look for a picture of how they're trying to explain something, do something. And, and then they'll just, read the article or something. Right. And then from the pictures, they can find the article. Yeah. And to me, how great is that of a mental thing? Like if I can find a picture of what I'm trying to do right. and then work it backwards to an article that's connected to that, like that's that's, that's spurring some real mental muscles. Right. Right. And Absolutely. and so there are some some great aspects um, for your children, for you as adults. And there's some great aspects spiritually as well. I think you and I have referenced a number of online really resources for Christianity, for um, raising your children with faith, all the faith building things. Yep. Um, we're going to do some episodes uh, later on uh, really that may just be a, a list of recommendations, some great places yep. that we've found Absolutely. that our families use or um, so, so just the aspect of while it may speed up our lives way, while we may, long for the days when we couldn't take a phone call anywhere in the world or an email. Um, there's just, there is a lot of great benefits and, and we have to use the, the good and the benefits to help develop our kids. Right, absolutely. Well, we hope that this is beneficial to you at home. Technology is not going away. And in fact, probably the iPhone 20 is coming out tomorrow or something like right, that. Exactly. It's going to evolve so much just since you know, the iPhone came out in 07. It's, that's just crazy to think about how much things have evolved. And we hope and pray that technology is a great source uh, of a great source of wealth, of just different uh, wisdom, resources in your home as well. But don't let it be your only. Right. Don't and let I, it be your only thing. And I really hope you'll join us next week, next Thursday, right. as a new episode comes out. Because we are. We're going to dive into how do we as parents, how do we as ministers, how do we as church members kind of shepherd an online presence? How do we guide our kids through this technology? How do we draw those lines? And what kind of things we can do that make sure that we don't tiptoe too close to those lines so so I, I think we've we'll dive in a little bit more to that side of technology at least in the next episode and like i said there there are whole podcasts out there that exist only to talk about these type of things but but we hope you've enjoyed uh, just a few minutes today uh maybe it'll make you search a list or or make a list of your own about some of those those real positives um that you can apply technology uh, in your life and in the life of your family we hope uh, if you're liking what you're hearing in these 11 episodes, is that what we've said so That's far? That's right. Um, you know, share share our, our podcast with others. Uh, look for us on Audible, on um, Apple Podcasts, on uh, Google Podcasts, what else? Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. I don't know, wherever podcasts are posted. That's Hopefully right. we're out there. <laughs> That's right.
we'll talk to you again next week.